Yeah. So I just fucking ate a, a grande meal from Taco Bell because I'm disgusting. How was that? It was like ten tacos too many. Mm-hmm. I like. I just got up. I haven't eaten anything yet. <laughs> Same. Actually, Good morning. I- I'm so I'm sorry you're starting off your day with this. <sighs> it's it's okay. It's it was Is gonna it really? happen eventually. Oh. Um. I, I would be facetious for me to say that I just started because I actually woke up at like like eleven my time and then played Fallout New Vegas for like an hour <laughs> and continued to not eat breakfast or anything. Feels I, I I I almost never eat breakfast anymore except for like when we go out when my family goes out to like a diner or something. Mm-hmm. Now I just like I wake up I either wake up and I don't have time to eat breakfast or I wake up and I'm just like. It's lunchtime. I guess. I guess it's still breakfast for me, though, because it's my first meal. Yeah, but, like, if you're eating it at, like, noon, isn't that lunch? I mean, depends on how many meals you've eaten before that. I don't know. I think it depends on the time. Like, if you have... If you if you don't eat all day and then you have dinner, is that breakfast? Yes. By your... Artemis, I need you to break the... I need you to break the stalemate for me. What was it? I forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget. I wasn't paying attention. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Something really gay happened this morning, so I'm somewhat flustered about it. Um. <laughs> so our, our argument was whether um, designations for meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, is dependent on which meal of the day it is or the time of day that you eat it. Because Blair thinks that the, the first meal of the day you eat, no matter when it is, is breakfast. Yeah. So like if you, ha- if you have your first meal at 5 p.m., that's breakfast. But my opinion, my opinion is that it's it's based on time. So five p.m. meal is dinner. Oh, you know what? I consider <laughs> the food that I eat when I get up at noon, which is most days, uh-huh. uh, lunch. So I'm gonna go with it's time dependent. <sighs> you constantly disappoint me. It's, I just hit the dab. It's like... Don't don't dab on our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Don't, don't be, don't be like that kid at the spelling bee that does the dab. <laughs> I love that kid. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Okay. So welcome to Fear Reading, everyone. The most bad adaptation of a video game podcast in uh-huh. the world. Yeah. God. I mean, that, yeah. Uh, there, yeah. there are probably worse video game movie adaptations. Oh, but there certainly are, but... I not by a lot. This was, <laughs> this was, like, bad to the point of making me appreciate the original game more. Because it made <laughs> me th- think th- about, like, why did the game work and why is this... Total fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, we watched Silent Hill 3, a.k.a. Silent Hill Revelations 3D, a.k.a. Shred. With a 3 instead of an E. Yeah, yeah Shred. Shred. Um, With our uh, friend of the show, Pastor. Yeah, returning, returning guest, Artemis. Hello. Hi. That's me, Hi, welcome, Artemis. Welcome back to the show. We missed I'm you. Here. I'm here. <laughs> glad to be back. We missed having someone who had, like, smart things to say about <laughs> horror. <laughs> it's literally exactly what I said to someone what? else right after we finished streaming. Um, and he was like, that's kind of a mean thing to say. And it's like, not that, like, our other guests aren't, like, smart, but Artemis seems to be the only one that brings anything substantial to the table. <laughs> yeah, like, in 20 episodes, the only good thing I, I... I said, like, a smart thing when we did The Last Winter, and that's it. And I stole... And I straight up stole that from my film professor. <laughs> Listen, I just really like Silent Hill a lot, okay? It's admirable. They're, they're real I, good now, games. 
Now I gotta ask, what's the worst Silent Hill game in your good in your strong opinion? Um, I don't feel qualified to answer that because I've actually only played Silent Hills one, two, and three. Mm. I I'm I kind of want to play Silent Hill four, but like I don't have any interest in anything beyond that because it just seems uh to not well, have you said, the you said, same. You said Shattered Memories. Oh yeah, well Shattered Memories too. That I kind of want to try that, but like. I don't know. Out of, like, what I've seen of games, probably the PS Vita one. Because mm. um, that one was just like, Diablo. What one was that? It was, like, Book of something. Book of... I want, it's, I want to say Book of Shadows, but that's the Blair Witch sequel, and I know it's not that. Yeah. Let's check it out. Let's, let's do some Google. Vita Silent Book of Hell. Memories. Book of Memories. Yeah, Book of Memories. Mm. Um, which was also the name of the... Uh, or, wait, no, was it? It might have... There was a, like, Silent Hill, like, 1 through 3 companion book that came out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Silent, Silent Hill kind of has, like, a Kingdom Hearts-esque naming, st- naming scheme. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like Kingdom Hearts naming scheme, but, like, one degree less. Like, you're not getting 358 divided by two days, but, or, um... Dream drop distance or whatever it is. Well, listen, it only. But like, you still get you still get book of memories and shadowed memories. They like memories a lot. Silent Hill does. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they're, yeah, but yeah, this Vito game is uh, just a shitty Diablo ripoff and mm. not even a horror game. So pro- mm-hmm. that is probably the worst one out of mm-hmm. all of them. It's, a, uh, yeah. it's also co-op. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Not good. The thing is that that's actually very bad. Yeah. Um. So. That's. So, do we have any pre-movie things to talk about? Any like movies coming out soon or recently that are uh, horror that we want to talk about? No, I've been so Nothing. out of touch. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen like the only ads I've been getting on like because I watch shit on my f- I, I have ad block on like ninety percent of the time, but when I watch stuff on my phone, I can't have ad block. Mm-hmm. So all I've been getting ads for is Kevin Hart's movie d- thing, mm-hmm. movie comedy special, and mm-hmm. the accountant where uh, what's his face plays an autistic uh, a, a fucking book cooker mm-hmm. and assassin. And actually, it looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, to a degree. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, so I'm trusting your opinion. It seems to be a somewhat respectable portrayal of an autistic person, at least. Yeah. Hmm. Which which is always good. Yeah, it's very rare. Alright, so let's just, like, dive right into this Dive into this shit heap. Yeah, so we watched Shred again, and, um... We already watched Silent Hill. So, yeah, it takes place uh, a certain amount of time after the original Silent Hill. And Harry Mason and Heather Mason have been moving around a lot. Uh, Heather mentions, what, 11? No, six schools since she was 11? Yeah, something like that. Which, like, I'm not saying that's a a low number of schools to have been to, but, like, I feel like normally when someone, like, references that they move around a lot, like, the school number is a lot higher. Mm. Like, it's normally, like, in the tens. Yeah. Yeah. But. This is such a nitpick. Yeah. yeah. How old is she in this movie? She's, she's like a 18? high schooler. She's likely 16 or 17. Oh. Okay, so a high school, uh, a school a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not so, a bad like, going rate. From what I've gathered, knowing little to nothing about Silent Hill, this seems to be just like a really like ham-fisted mishmash, like shoved together of like several movies, trying to like connect the continuity of them. Yeah, it, it's Silent Hill three, but it's got like parts from like it like sets up like three out of the different movies. Cause we've got yeah. um, what's his name, Travis Travis Grady shows up at the end from one of the other Silent Hills um, origins, mm-hmm. and at the very end we have a we have like the prison bus from Silent Hill Downpour going into Silent Hill, and. It's just a lot. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> there's also the there's also the uh, like it's implied that um, Harry going into the fog at the end of the movie to like find his wife would be like Silent Hill too. Um, right. Yeah. God. Yeah. God. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like okay, so like at the start of the movie, like Heather, like being at the school and being very like sad teen um yeah 
Like, she has yeah. an entire speech about how, like, none of you really want to get to know me. None of you will get to know me. Because I'm a lone wolf. And I am yeah. and I'm well, a, one of the, one of the girls who looks like... One of the um the uh, the mean girls who looks like a Bren- who looks like a bargain bin Brenda's song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, the alliteration got me a little bit. Um, yeah, she she says that Heather's clothes look like she got like was there a sale at Goodwill or yeah. something like that? And it's like she's wearing clothes that look better than everyone else. In yeah, the she's <laughs> yeah, she's pretty fashionable. Like I like like the white vest is iconic. Yeah, it's not. It's a good look. It's a pretty good mm-hmm. look, and for some reason look. that like immediately opens up her to bullying. Yeah. Did, did was anybody like? Okay, I didn't go to like a normal high school. I went to like a weird art high school. Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody like? Is that what happened when new kids came to the to the high school? Uh, like. I went to a Midwestern high school, so everyone was really passive-aggressive, if aggressive at all. I don't know, not really. Like, people just minded their own damn business. <laughs> or is anybody actually hostile towards new people, like it is in movies? I feel like No, I've never, I've never seen that. Like, everyone was too busy making fun of anyone who had any, like, semblance of mental, dis- mental disability that, like, new people weren't even on their radar. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe it's a small town thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would. Li- I, I never lived in a small town, so I wouldn't know. Does, I, does anyone here of small town? Um, I'm suburbs, so not quite. I'm suburbs My graduating too, so. class was still pretty sizable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the movie opens with Heather running through a dilapidated amusement park, mm-hmm. and uh, that the, looks. She winds up on. She, yeah, the the fucking pink rabbit from Silent Hill Three is there for no reason. Like it's not explained or referenced at any point. Or it, sorry, it's referenced, but it's not explained at all. It's just like there to be a hey. Remember Silent Hill Three? That was good. <laughs> this is like that. <laughs> yeah, it's God. The park looks so bad in this movie. Like it did. It this looks... movie's budget. This movie didn't spend a lot of budget. They spent all their budget on the mannequin, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, like they like we looked it up, and this movie had like less than half of the budget of the first movie, and like you can fucking tell because all of the scenes that like would be in the other wood, other world, and like covered in rust and shit, mm-hmm. um, are just like you know, there's nothing there. It's just kind of mm-hmm. dark and it's got a like yellowish filter on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she winds up on the Ferris wheel at the park after getting jump scared by the pink rat. What's the rabbit's name again? Um, I don't remember. It has a name. <laughs> Does it have a name? I think this so. This is my favorite oh, my game. List. I feel kind of bad for not remembering the names of half of the things in it. Pink <laughs> rabbit. Okay. Silence. There's a lot of things to remember. Hill. I'm not good. The about. rabbit's name is Robbie. Robbie the rabbit. Hmm. Okay, then. Anyways, yeah. so she gets jump-scared by that. She runs over to the Ferris wheel where uh, Pyramid Head just starts cranking the thing up, and, like, he's running it. And Pyramid's head, Pyramid Head's in this movie just because they're like, hey, remember Silent Hill 2? That was good. Thing. Yeah. And, this has some like, elements from that. Yeah. He, he shows up. His only purpose in this movie is to chop a dude's arms off in three in 3D. This movie was intended for 3D, so there's some very yeah. like, there's some very obvious 3D pandering. Like we see someone's fingers get chopped off and then they just like fly at the screen. Yeah. But anyways, anyways, Pyramid Head chops someone's arm off, he runs the Ferris wheel and he fights to save Heather Mason from some knockoff Cenobite. Yeah. Who and, like I'm not sure how that I'm not sure how that happened because like that's that like same monster is this monster that um Claudia chopped off chopped off someone's hands earlier. Well, that's the or chopped off someone's fingers. It's the monster that uh Claudia turns into. Oh yeah. Yeah. Later. Yeah, but like this, it shows up multiple like yeah. other times, but like it seems like that it doesn't seem like it was like a like a thing she was like like an alter ego thing. It just seemed like at the end of the movie she ter- Claudia turns into that and it's just like that's it just made it seem like that's a final transformation. That's not a thing she just did to harass Heather and then ch- turn back into Claudia. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's very bad. But yes, so she then there's a bunch of bondage people on the merry-go-round or the Ferris wheel. No, merry-go-round, sorry. Merry-go-round. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of bondage people, and it sucks. And is this when Alessa shows up? Um, no, I think not. Not not the full grown Alessa. Oh. Just like kid Alessa makes a cameo. Oh yeah, her. yeah. And then she wakes up, and then Sean Bond comes in and is like, "Hey, are you okay?" And then he gets stabbed, and then she wakes up again, and like. There is one movie, no, sorry, two movies I've seen where nested dreams actually work and are not a signifier of garbage, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's Inception and Paprika, two movies which are explicitly about, like, dreaming from as a narrative. Yeah. And one directly inspired from the other, so... Yes, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's bad news all around. It's bad news bears. I'm starting to think, like, the whole budget was just spent on, like, getting uh, Sean Bond to uh, <laughs> yeah. to just reappear in this movie. Like, just to, like, extend his contract or whatever. That That's yeah. real funny because you don't even need to show Harry's face. For the silent, in, in, they, they don't even show Harry's face in Silent Hill 3. <sighs> like... like- the, 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 I think the reason this movie, like, all this budget was, like, this movie was ma- being made when, like, the first season of Game of Thrones was, like, coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Kit, and Kit Harrington's in this as well, so I'm sure Sean Bond and Kit Harrington were in very high demand. I imagine a lot of their budget went toward just getting those two on staff. Yeah. Oh, I'll if, if they If they had gotten, like, some, if they had gotten someone else from Game of Thrones, like, if they would gotten, like, a Sophie Turner or a Maisie Williams, that would have, the, 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 the sets would have been nothing. They wouldn't have even had enough money to animate a green screen background. They wouldn't have enough money to do chroma key. God. Uh, one, one thing that I mentioned bothered me, like, while we were watching it, was like, the fact that Heather Mason's skin looks too clear and nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, one thing that's, like, notable about Heather Mason is that she's, like, a lady character in a game who has, like, a sort of shitty complexion. Mm-hmm. Like, her uh-huh. face in the game is, like, visibly like sort of red and puffy because you know mm-hmm. she's in a stressful situation um mm-hmm. but also still like more composed than like the fucking heather in this movie who's like screaming constantly yeah like and she doesn't make any like s- like snappy remarks or anything really she's just kind of like g- generic lady in a horror action movie I feel like she could have been like a one-liner machine, you know? Yeah, she's, they just like she's didn't bother. Teen. She ha- she ha- she has one one-liner. I can't remember what it is, but it's the part where we like rewound the movie. Oh yeah, fuck! I don't remember what it is either. But it was it was like she was getting like strangled by something mm-hmm. uh, by um, Leonard. Leonard, yes, by Leonard, and she's like not today or something really bad like it was and like it's presented like it's a really cool one liner and it's just like no and then she shoots him with a gun yeah sorry we're jumping around we hate this movie yeah Yeah, i mean if we're being perfectly honest the plot is so insubstantial that i had like this is a 90 minute movie with 20 minutes of plot if if that that. and like like, stuff that they do in this, like, there's, like, some stuff that they do in the movie that's, like, supposed to be, like, directly lifted from Silent Hill 3 that doesn't make any sense within the context yeah, of the movie because they don't... It's being done for the sake of it being done. Yeah, like, like they don't bring up the fact that they're using, like, Heather to incubate God, really, until mm-hmm. the, like, the, like, very end of the movie. And, like, they don't even, they don't even reference it at all. Like, if I'm not mistaken, Silent Hill 3 at least makes, like, oblique, if not more explicit references to the fact that that is what's going on. Well, I think, did the, did, did the fucking, um, like, did Vincent, like, mention something about it, maybe during the earlier part of the movie? That's m- he mentioned that he was he mentioned that he was part of a cult, but and then he showed his like super sick blood tattoo. Okay, yeah, yeah, like because like and they don't mention that at all, and they don't meant like I don't even think that they really talk about like how like Heather's like hatred or like anger are like feet or what's like feeding God and making like it possible that she can birth God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And therefore, like, the entire sequence with Alessa and her, like, hugging <laughs> Alessa to, like, absorb her, I guess, like, doesn't <laughs> make any sense because that's not... What is that now? That was supposed to be her, like, conquering or, like, basically Alessa moving past, um, like, 
her anger and stuff to try to like move on. Uh, and now it's just nothing. Yeah, now it's just yeah, nothing. Yeah, now it's just nothing. <laughs> we also didn't get the, like, oh, I should have shown you the, like, wonderful scene of fucking Heather puking up a fetus and then Claudia eating it. We, we didn't, Oh, good. <laughs> we didn't get that. In yeah, like... I mean, I'm kind of... I'm a little bit understanding of that. Like, you can't really put that... Like, Silent Hill or not... You, I don't think you can put that in the movie that's getting widespread release. Like, if you're going to do, like, Into the in, Enter the Void or whatever that movie was called, like, you can do that. Like, you can just, it's just going to be a weird movie. But, like, if you're going to make a movie that's, like, mass marketed like this, do you guys know what Into the Void was? No. No, uh, no it wasn't Into the Void. What the fuck was it? Um, movie where a guy gives birth to himself. I mean, like, you could, like, <laughs> they could have, like, just, I think, like, in the game, even, it wasn't, like, really, it didn't, like, look like a human. You could just, like, just, like, have her throw up a slug sort of thing, yeah. and then, like, Claudia eats it, and it's like, what the fuck, Claudia, that's gross. Yeah. Enter the Void. The movie was Enter the Void. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was a very weird, like, art house, very avant-garde thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest disappointment is the fact that Claudia didn't eat a fetus. Yeah, that's my biggest disappointment. The biggest disappointment. <laughs> also, Claudia wasn't in the movie enough. I love Claudia so much. This, the, my biggest disappointment was that this movie was bad, and I, I had to sit through it. Was it was real bad. Yeah. Um, this was the second time I've seen this movie, and I hated it both times. The, God, they replaced like okay. So there's the there's the detective at the start of the movie who's named Douglas who gets like murdered. Yeah, because because his husband uh, Doug left him. <laughs> yeah, um, but like yeah, Doug- Douglas, like he dies within the first like five minutes of the movie and essentially is replaced by Vincent, who in the game was like shitty evil dude and now he's just some like, 30 something slime ball and now he's like kit harrington as a baby-faced 14 like a, he looks like a 12 year old with that facial hair and he's like sympathetic and like on heather's side as much as he can be as like the the one of the important members of the cult yeah mm-hmm. and it's i don't and there was, like, some weird romance subplot between Heather and Vincent, which I'm pretty sure wasn't there in the game. Yeah, uh, if there if there was anything like that, that was just Vincent being a creep. Though, like... Yeah, but this, like, it's reciprocal here. And I mean, like, I get that, like, aging, aging Vincent down, if you're... Like, don't force the love interest there, but if you're going to, at least they aged Vincent down. Yeah, like... Like, it was a, it was a very small consolation. Like... But Vince, like, you showed us a scene of, like, the, the one of the things I know about Silent Hill 3 is just that, like, one of the things I knew was just, like, that scene in Silent Hill 3 where Heather references the monsters, and Vincent is like, they look like monsters to you? Yeah. And it's, that's an amazing scene. And, and, and not only that, but, like, okay, so, like, within Silent Hill 3, like, the game, the thing that gets closest to any sort of, like, romance is, like, the creepy dude in the hospital that is, that it leaves a bunch of notes for Heather and is, like, obsessed with her. Um, <laughs> and he's, and, like, and, like, this, I think it's the same, no, maybe it's not, it might not be the same dude that calls her on the phone and, like, wishes her a happy birthday, but, like... <laughs> First of all, they also didn't get that scene in. That's a real good one. There's, like, a scene in the game where, like, Heather's in a hospital and, um, she gets a call on a, like, payphone. Uh-huh. Um, that's, like, this dude that's, like, breathing heavy and is just singing happy birthday and then, like, asks her, like, do you, re- do you prefer to give pain or to receive it? choose carefully <laughs> and then like heather's just like what the fuck in things like, right. um i don't know okay so i want to get back to the plot a little bit so we can have some semblance of like structure yeah. to this tarot movie okay so we skip we skip from the part where seen bean's dead wife is connecting to him through the spirit realm and is somehow like talking to him from silent hill mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it's just like he has a conversation with her in the bathroom yeah and that's, that's really all I have to say. And then we meet, then we meet Douglas, we meet Vincent. I, I make a note that the soundtrack is very good because it's Akira Yamaoka, mm-hmm. and who is one of my favorite composers like of all time, because mm-hmm. he's just very good. He's good. Mm-hmm. I saw him in concert. 
It was oh a, my god, that must have been amazing. It was a good time. I got to see, and also there was like the lady who sang like Snake Eater, who, uh, and also sang the Silent Hill uh, theme song. Dang, they didn't like use like any of the like vocal tracks from the game, which is like sort of disappointed. Sort of disappointing. Because yeah. like. It's the yeah. second biggest disappointment about this yeah. movie. Uh, so, uh, my notes are very sparse here, but we, let's see, uh, Heather has a vision in the school. Yeah. I, I, I noted that. She has a vision, and it's, like, some of the stuff we saw in the first movie of, like, the burn the witch stuff in the classroom. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then there's a, like, there's the, uh, like, the skin suit straight jacket, uh, monster that's there. For- no reason. Yeah, that doesn't make any Wait. sense. Heather's like Oh yeah. Heather's fears yeah. I think mainly involve creepy dudes and also being pregnant. Yeah. Um like any reasonable teenage girl. Yeah. yeah. Um and then then Heather also has a vision in the mall. And Douglas is there, and Douglas knows that Heather is secretly yeah. Sharon. Yeah, but also, wait, can we can we talk about this vision? This like vision that Heather has <laughs> of like just a bunch of like people. Like, first of all, there is a birthday party going on that for a Heather in this mall. It's not like Heather Mason. It's it's another lady. Ed, um, or like a girl, and there's like all these kids at this party, and there's a clown. <laughs> yeah, and like. And they like, then everyone then everyone starts turning into one of the balloons turns around and says happy birthday Alessa, and all the kids are turning into clowns and they're eating like ha- hamburgers made out of like flesh and shit. Yeah. Um, and then there's a bunch of scary clowns and it was a predictive. It, this movie was actually predictive of 2016. Yeah. It doesn't. Oh. Of all the spooky clowns. There's too many people in this fucking movie. <laughs> like one thing that the first part of Silent, uh, like the first Silent Hill got pretty well was that people were like at the very least like uh the main lady and also uh sybil bennett were both like sort of just alone in this in the town most of the time Mm -hmm. uh and it was like until it until that stopped it was like pretty good um this movie like everybody like always has like a companion with them at all times and there's always like a ton of like Groups of people all around. Nothing, no, no, nothing, like, I watched this movie b- pretty much the same year that it came out. Not in 3D, unfortunately. I don't have the, I don't have the first experience from that. But, um, this movie is, like, I was a coward back, I'm still a coward now, but I was, like, more of a coward back then. I couldn't handle horror whatsoever. This did not scare me at all, even as someone who was, like, uber sensitive to being scared. Yeah, it, oh my god. It, like, try, it, like, it tries to be... It seems like it's trying to be a horror movie, but is, like, just kind of a shitty action movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, like, one or two jump scares. I'm not saying, like, jump scares are, like, a marquee of, like, good or bad horror, but just, like, there's one or two, and, like, that's the... I feel like that's the only time they actually tried to make it... That's the only time that they actually succeeded getting something a little scary, because there's a couple of scenes where you can tell where they were really, really trying. Like, there's a scene later in the movie where, um... Uh, Kit Harrington is strapped to a table and surrounded by Silent Hill 2 nurses. And it's supposed to be a very high-tension, like, kind of very dramatic scene. And there's no tension to it whatsoever. Yeah, there's, like, there's no weight to any of the violence in the movie. And also, like, that scene specifically just felt, like, sort of weird. Like, why are they bring Why, why would they bring him to the room with all of the nurses that could kill them? Like, wh- Why? It doesn't make yeah. sense. You just wanted those like titty shots, you know, like yeah. So these these them. nurses seemed so much hornier than the last movie. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen the last movie, the first one, but it's, like a lot more boob exposed. Which is the a ex- lot more tits. Which is the exact opposite of what happened in the game, because in the game the titty nurses just got like a l- little less titty, but were mm-hmm. still kind of bubble heady. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves again for like the fifth time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, no, what's fine though? Yeah. Okay, so Sharon has a vision of the mall. Douglas is there. Well, not Sharon. Sorry, Heather has a vision. I don't know why I called her Sharon there. That was her name. That was her name before she yeah. changed it. But anyways, um, and Douglas knows who she is, and 
the Heather's like, my dad was doing self-defense, and then they get attacked by the weird knockoff Cenobite, and Douglas gets his fingers chopped off, and they, like, fly at the screen, and it's very 3D, and it's very bad. Yeah. Then he's dead. And then, yeah, then he's and dead. And then they don't get to have the, like, like, ah, oh, there was a really good scene in the game where, like, after, like, Harry dies, um, like, Douglas feels bad for like basically causing uh harry's death by being like a private like private detective uh and working for the cult um and so he's is like hey i'll take you to silent hill if that's where you're wanting to go to murder all of these cult people (laughs) um and like in the game they have this like nice conversation in the car just like talking about like uh, Douglas like, talks about uh, how I'm pretty sure how he had um, I think he had a wife and kid that died both mm-hmm. um, and then like I don't know it basically like Douglas is like the dad of <laughs> of Silent Hill 3 who's like uh-huh. very shitty dad but dad well no, he he becomes pretty okay he, he starts with a bad dad, becomes an okay dad. Yeah, he starts off kind of just creepy, and then eventually he's okay. And he's, like... there's They don't get to have their, like, big emotional, like, scene where they talk about their mutual... Or, like, not mutual, but, like, both of their, like, trauma involving, like, losing loved ones. And, like... Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So we're gonna. I just want to kind of run through this plot because we have a lot of questions today, and this plot just doesn't go anywhere. And I want to talk about some of the cool <laughs> things that this movie did. Like there were two cool things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, Douglas bites it. Heather goes home. Sean Bond's missing. Blood on the wall says, "Come to Silent Hill." Very. There was a lot of blood used, and I'm worried that Sean Bond may have bled out in the process of doing so because that is a lot of blood they used. And like, do we ever very- see him again? We do at okay. the end. He walks into the fog. Remember? Oh yeah. Seen no, I don't. But I trust fog. you. Oh yes, that happens. Um, uh, fucking Kit Harrington reveals himself to be a member of the cult, mm. and the, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Tannis, and I just kind of like almost auto-completed to the cult of Tannis. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, he's the member of the cult. He shows like super sick blood tattoo that he's got like carved into his stomach. I just pulled up my shirt to, as like a demonstration, and I. I I don't know why. Like I just like lifted up my shirt and was like, it, it would be right about here it was in the movie. Yeah, because this is a visual medium. <laughs> this is a visual medium. But yeah, it's like incredibly intricate, like a very detailed thing that must have taken like hours of stabbing. Cause like it's not it's not a tattoo, it's just like a scarred like knife thing. Yeah. Like they show they show visuals of it being done and they're like they're not sticking and poking. They're just like knife <laughs> It's bad news. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my knife chopping so- or my knife slicing sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to Silent Hill, and what does anything important happen? Um, Nothing. Oh my god! There's something about the seal of Metaton, and that's literally the only yeah. relevant thing I remember. The, the you called it the seal of Metaton. Yeah, or Metatron, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Literally, yeah, the same. Yeah, they pull out the seal of Metaton, uh-huh. and everyone starts dancing to death by glamour. Uh huh. Um, I, ho- I, like... I hope you guys like Undertale. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. So we get like, there's a scene with a couple. There's a couple of cool monsters that we see. Well, one cool monster, which is like an like a mannequin spider, because mm-hmm. like one at one point Heather wanders into a room with like some woman tied up in like a spider web. And this woman is literally only introduced to die 20 seconds later. Like, she's not given a name. We don't know who she is. But Heather unties her. They run from the really cool-looking mannequin monster. And then she gets pulled out of a tube and dies. Yeah, well, she, yeah. like, TFs into, like, like a like a doll, right? Is that is that her or is that someone else? I feel like it was her. And then the, the thing rips its head off, her head off, and, like, attaches it to her. No, that was someone else. That was someone who was strapped to an operating table nearby. The there woman was a was... lot of like, pe- 
like yeah, like a lot a, of a, a lot of a lot of a lot of toe to head transformation stuff. Like we see at least like three times in the movie, we look at someone's feet and see a transformation gradually work their way up their body. This movie was written and directed by people who have read and watched a lot of transformation <laughs> content. <Yeah>. A lot. <laughs> they are certainly horny yeah. for this one. Like this this feels like this feels like watching an episode of Totally Spies where you can just like you can just pinpoint <laughs> exactly where the fetishes came in. <sighs> cuz like if you ever watched Totally Spies, you know that like whoever was directing the series had a major hypnosis thing cuz <laughs> Sam gets hypnosis in every other episode. Yeah. I I've, I've been listening to a lot of Totally Reprise lately. It's a very good podcast. It's very funny. That's not my recommendation for this week, but I'm just plugging that in right now. Oh, what, <laughs> wait, what is this podcast about though? Oh, it's it's um, two trans girls and sometimes a guest who uh, talk about. Who, it's an episode. It's a it's a totally spies rewatch show. Each week they each week they do an episode. It's amazing. Oh, I need to I need to watch this or listen yeah. to this. It's yeah. really fucking good. I remember I've been watching a lot to, of totally like, spies as a kid. Same. The thing is, the thing is, they've talked about this. Almost every trans woman they know has watched at least a few episodes of Totally Spies <laughs> in their time. Well, I. I think it's because, it's probably because, like, I don't know, I think Totally Spies came off in a sort of, like, um, like, Powerpuff Girls type of way, where it's like, okay, this is, like, this is, like, for girls, mainly, but also it's, like, action-y, so this is still safe for me to watch. Uh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but God, the the fetish content on that was off the charts. Like, back-to-back, they have a giant episode and a shrinking episode. Like, (laughs) back-to-back. That then immediately after, so then, then immediately after that, there's a furry up. Ep- it's the furry episode. That delights me so much. I love that. But yeah, totally reprise is a really, really good podcast, and I recommend it. Uh, but that's not my recommendation for the week. Anyway, we watched a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So um, transformation fetish. Um, blah blah blah. We get to the end. Um, Claudia shows up. Claudia is there. Yeah. Claudia has an- there's another transformation thing. And she turns into the knockoff Cenobite. And I was like, uh, someone in the chat pointed out that it looked like she had buttholes for eyes. <laughs> yeah. Which was is that like the most holy thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Horrible. Don't do this to Claudia. <laughs> Like, I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's a knockoff Cenobite. And then, like, some, like, blades sp- sprouted out from the side of her head. And I'm like, oh, that's a knockoff Cenobite. Like, like pinhead? But, like, with less pins. Yes, yes. It looks like, um... Artemis, you read JoJo, right? Um, I've read some JoJo. Did you, have you read Stone Ocean? No. Okay. I'll make a reference that neither you're going to get, but someone out there is going to. It's like in part six of JoJo, whenever Poochie pulls a disc out of someone's head. It just looks like that. Okay. I trust you. I'll trust okay, you Okay, continue. <laughs> like, uh, then Pyramid Head comes and saves the day. Yeah, which is, like, really weird, because Pyramid Head is not friendly to you in any of the Silent Hills that he's appearing in. Does he appear in anything besides Silent Hill 2? Um, I don't no. know actually anything about uh, Silent Oh, well, Hill, no, actually. he does appear in Silent Hill Homecoming, but that doesn't count, because that's shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just lays down the law. Fucking not canon, because it's garbage. Yeah, um, basically, like, okay, so... Pyramid Head is supposed to be a representation of, like, um, essentially, uh, in oh, Silent wait, hold on. at least, like, James's... Wait, Artemis, Artemis. Like, I'm going to ask you to put a pin... Artemis, can I ask you to put a pin in this? Because we have a question that actually relates sure, very directly okay. to this. All right. We'll save it for questions. It's... Okay. Yeah, there's a question that, like, relates directly to this. But anyways, um, so they're back at the carnival from the start of the movie, and Artemis... Or, I almost said Artemis. Heather goes on the, the merry-go-round again, and uh, Alessa's there, and it's like, who are you? And then, I'm you, but Gother. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's got that and then, male makeup and yeah. dark eyeliner. And then, and then like, everything goes to shit, and then they're back in, the like, the super foggy Silent Hill 2 version of Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Vincent and Heather and Sean Bond are there, and Sean Bond walks off into the distance to find his dead wife. Yeah. yeah. And then the, they get picked up by Travis, whatever. Yeah. They drive off, and then the Silent Hill downpour tri- prison bus comes into Silent Hill, and that's the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry I railroaded that discussion yeah, into cool. the end of the movie. I just, I just wanted to get this, this over shit. with. <laughs> yeah, let's get to, like, the... the- like the notable things to talk about. Yeah. Um, so on a scale on a scale of zero to five butthole eyes, how many butthole eyes do you guys give this movie? Are butthole eyes good or bad though? 
Oh, it, it's, a, it's, 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 it's basically a, the way we do it is always a zero to five stars scale. So it's just a different name for stars. Okay, um... So the, the more butthole eyes you get this movie, the better you think it is. And also, also for Gooftober, I want to introduce a, a, um, a, another grading scale of enjoyability to watch as a bad movie. Okay. So uh, that's going to have a different rating. That's not going to be butthole eyes. So on a scale of zero to five butthole eyes, how many, do you, how many butthole eyes do you get this movie as a movie? Um, like one. Yeah. One that's been spatted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I go 1.5 just because I really fucking liked the mannequin monster. Yeah. But that's, that's as high as I I feel. I I didn't like the entire scene with the mannequin monster because it had like people. And also I don't like what that like theoretically represented because like, it's boring. (laughs) It's thematically boring. (laughs) It's yeah. just like, oh, I have, like, that's just still, like, if that represents anything, that is likely a, like, body image thing, which, like. It's it's so that's, cookie cutter. That's but the most I, boring. I, no, straight up from just a design perspective, I think it looked cool, and the way it moved was actually a little bit creepy, and that's the only thing about this movie that set me off, put me on edge even a little bit. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Blair, how many butthole eyes? I'm, I'm going to go with Artemis uh, with just one, like, Just one? No. Okay. Yeah. All right, so on a scale of zero to five... Mm, Blair, help me out. Bad... Uh, knock bad... off Cenobites? What did you say, Blair? Oh, I said knock off Cenobites. On a scale of zero to five knock off Cenobites, how many bad but fun to watch uh, do you give this movie? Because Jason X was like a four or four and a half on this, on that scale. What do you give this? Artemis. Um, it's not even like really, like... It's not. It's very bad. Mine's like, I'm at like a zero on this. I can't recommend this I want to give it a two because it made me like think more about why Silent Hill 3 works as a game and as a story. And... Mm -hmm. And I guess that is that 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 is worth something. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it about like a one, maybe a one and a half. I give it a point five. I could not see myself watching this movie again, even with a bunch of people and a bunch of beers in me. I had a bunch of beers <laughs> with me and a bunch of people with me when we watched this last night. It did not make it fun. I was just checking my phone every two minutes and like, are we done yet? Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, I would well, I would go on to pitch the sequel, but it's obvious that this movie has like three sequels it was trying to set up for. Yeah. So I'm not going to go ahead and do that because it's just gonna like the sequel is just going to be a a mashup of Silent Hill Origins, Silent Hill Downpour, and Silent Hill Two, uh, and it would just and be... amnesia somehow. Like I don't know how they got there, and it doesn't really belong there, but I guess we can put it in there. Obviously, put what in there? Like just like other horror games that do not belong to that franchise. <laughs> yes, exactly. Amnesia, um, Soma, Soma's definitely in there. Uh, Bioshock One, <laughs> they're underwater. There's, I, I think that the sequel should uh, actually be a reboot, and it's the reboot that is just my fan fiction about Heather Mason and Sadako from The Ring uh, being best uh-huh. buds. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and eventually being best best girlfriends. And yeah, that's what I, I like want it. in my life. And also, yeah, Heather like is it. trans, and uh, Sadako is intersex, but that one's like actually canon. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, confirmed on that one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my. Can I have like I have like one of those like clacker things that you get on a film set? It's like confirmed. confirmed yeah. Um, doesn't doesn't sound great. Um, so we're gonna move on to questions, and we have a shitload. All right. Um, first one from Saint, Tom, Twitter user Sane Intolerant, our friend Gage. Um, very minor. Just did you know that one of Heather's actresses' previous film credits includes a minor role in X Men Origins Wolverine? I didn't, and now I have to Google <laughs> who she was. Um, um it's been a pre- pretty impressive uh, feat, I guess. Um, another one by the same person. Um, Adelaide Clemens. Oh, it says, how were Heather and Vincent able to find a motel with working power instead of, <laughs> inside a fucking condom, condemned zone? Condemned zone, yeah. Um, the power I mean, of bad storytelling. Mm-hmm. The power right. of love and friendship. 
Yeah. Twitter user at Oscularia, friend of the show Clem, mm-hmm. honest to goodness question, would watching this in bad 3D make a bad experience even worse? I actually think the amount of just sheer shitty, like, pop at the screen effects would make this, like, slightly more enjoyable from a this is so terrible perspective, just because it's so bad. I yes. That's yeah. my, that's, that's just my onion. I'm, I'm so, not a big 3D fan to begin with, uh, like, and I, a friend told me that he also had watched this in, like, 3D and said it was just bad, <laughs> not good. <laughs> okay. And we also, we also, now we're going to move on to our email that we got. We got this email like two months ago, but I wanted to save it for Artemis to come back because it relates to Silent Hill and some of the stuff we talked about last time she was on the podcast. All right. So this one is from Gage again. Uh, fear deer baiting in the subject line. Dear fear baiting, I've been listening to your podcast on my commute to work the last couple of days and have been enjoying it immensely. As I've been listening, I've taken note of a few things that I, with my personal knowledge, could either clear up or provide a fun fact about. Let's start by clearing a few things up. The th- this is actually, like, Gage is right about this next point. I made a mistake because it's been a while since I watched a Let's Play of it. The threat in the game, The Evil Within, is not actually scary mental patients. It's, I'm not, there's a very long thing here, but... It's just kind of a weird... It's an unfortunate conduit that the character is a victim, but is painted as such for a very brief amount of time in the game, and that just kind of resonated, that kind of stuck with me, and that's the only reason I actually called that out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, two, Luna has been racking her brain for a couple episodes about why Dan Aykroyd got a ghost blowjob, or a blows job, as it's known in the business, <laughs> in the original Ghostbusters. Aykroyd was actually the main writer of the film and is a firm believer in ghosts, spirits, and the supernatural, so we can assume that the movie is more than a little self-indulgent for him. <laughs> We can assume further that he has likely fantasized IRL about receiving a blows job and wrote one into the movie to commit his kink onto the big screen. I'm going to type the word one more time because I think it's really funny. Blows job. It's very good. Three. You guys were recently asked a question along the lines of, if two guys were on the moon and one killed the other with a rock, would that make a good horror movie? You immediately wrote this off as a shitpost more than anything and surmised that it would make for good isolationist horror. However, this movie already exists. It's called Apollo 18 and it's not great. (laughs) (laughs) I hope someone's, like, took taken the poster for that movie and put like that drill tweet over that (laughs) yeah they probably have okay now a couple of fun facts in your episode on silent hill which full disclosure is a movie i will defend to the death as it's one of the better video game adaptations on the market and that sexy nurse scene was wonderfully choreographed and is the most tense moment in that film luna pointed out that you could cut chris to silva from the movie entirely and the plot would not suffer for it you are correct and here's why when christoph gans submitted the first draft to the script to Konami for approval, they sent it back with a note asking, "Where are all the men?" Originally, oh. the film was to originally the film was to focus on Rose, Sybil, Sharon, Alessa, Dahlia, and Christabella primarily. But after this note from Konami, they added the characters of Chris da Silva and Thomas Gucci, who I believe is most likely Alessa's real father within the movie's canon. Also, Sean Bond was cast as Chris da Silva, not for any similarity to Harry Mason, but for a similar appearance to James Sunderland, the protagonist of Silent Hill Two, which plays into the first of Shred's three sequel hooks, which we talked about a little bit Mm -hmm. and two the version of event horizon which was paul ws anderson's first movie after directing mortal Kombat, that was released to theaters is not the full version of the film in fact 30 minutes were cut to bring the movie down to its hard r rating and to improve the pacing and runtime for the longest time it was believed that no full versions of this film existed as any original prints were lost and this was before the present prevalence of digital media which also popularized director's cuts however a full uncut through deteriorated though deteriorated brown repair version of the film was found in the mid-2000s in, and this is real, an abandoned Transylvanian salt mine. Holy shit. Oh my god. And if that isn't the most blatant description of a cursed item you've ever heard, I don't know what is. Regards, Gage. Gage, thank you for the essay. We love everything on this. Oh my god. Konami asking where are all the men is so fucking funny to me. That's real. That, that, I could see that happening. Honestly, the original Silent Hill movie would be so much better if it just had existed without, like... Without, without the 20 minutes of padding the men were there for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... It, like, like I legitimately now just want to make a cut <laughs> of the yeah. movie with all of those we talked about taken th- we, out. You, you talked about this, didn't you? You talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, now for that mo- now for that ask I was telling you about the pin and the pure ha- the pure right, discussion. Let's, let's get to uh, it. Tumblr user Mons Mondstrosity M O N D S T R O S I T Y 
said, I feel like the movie changed the role of Pyramid Head from James's monster to Alessa's weird bringer of death, same as the nurses are her monsters that appear in everyone's Silent Hill with some changes. Would it make sense to change the monster's entire point to fit it into the movie just because a Silent Hill movie where you don't get to see PH would be weird? Or should they have left it until they made an actual Silent Hill 2 movie? They should have left it until they made an actual Silent Hill 2 movie. Um, I agree. The thing the thing that like gets me is like they showed restraint in Silent Hill, the first movie, because Pyramid Head wasn't in that, right? Yeah. But he was. He was? Yeah, he ripped or, the skin. Or no, he was. Skin. He was, yeah. Yeah, he ripped the skin and then clothes, or clothes and then skin off of some woman. I, I, would, I, would, I would be more interested to see skin than clothes. That's some impressive handiwork. <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, yeah. But yeah, they should have like not done him in either of them because he has no place in Silent Hill One or Silent Hill Three. Yeah. The thing about the monsters in Silent Hill is that they like have like like narrative value, and you can't just like they're not like mascots you can put anywhere, you know? Yeah. Like I mean, Bla- Blair, I can't believe you would say that when our t- when our known tagline, the thing we operate on, is you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. <laughs> are you are you are you about to fly in the face of this? He. Like, <laughs> he doesn't make sense. Hold on, stop, stop. Is Pyramid Head a fucked up guy? Oh, yeah. He's a fucked up I guy, mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you put him anywhere? No. So he defies our he defies our rule system. Look, I don't make the rules. <laughs> it's yeah, it, except you were the one who said you can put a fucked up guy anywhere originally. <laughs> uh, anyway, um I, <laughs> Yeah. Like I don't know what Pyramid Head symbolizes, but it's certainly not relevant to anything that he's been in in the movies. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. He's oh, just you, you said- like, oh, your spirit that's protecting Alessa, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing in Silent Hill wants to fucking protect you. Unless it's right. like, Nothing. except for like the one like, uh, Vatiel or whatever his name is in Silent Hill 3 who like kind of shows up, who doesn't fight you, but just is like, hey, I'll drag your body away. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is considered, I guess. Yes. Um, I mean, that's what, like that's what my friends do when I get like blackout. So you know, that's that's a good quality of a friend. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he, like, yeah. No, Pyramid Head doesn't make sense in this or in Silent Hill One, and I don't like it. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right, so that's questions. That's questions. Um, I don't know. Let me think if there was anything else that I didn't get to say about this movie that I thought of saying last night. Uh, there's too much fire. Um, <laughs> that's not you want a thing I you said want last a night. Recommendation? But that was but yeah, that was weird with the like the fucking. Like first of all, the 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 Ferris wheel that Pyramid Head is attached to, like uh, you said them a bit out of order before. They like go. She sees Alessa first and then goes to fight, um, fucking Claudia. Uh, but yeah. she gets there by uh Pyramid Head being like operating this fair not Ferris wheel, um, merry-go-round. Uh, he, he's cranking his hog inside of the cage. Yeah, that eventually, Ale- and Alessa shows up, and then there's like a ring of fire around the Ferris wheel, or not Ferris. Yeah, Mary, go on. It's okay. Every- all three of us yeah. have made that mistake this episode. Yeah. Um. It's just like <laughs> the thing is, it's very bad, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, that, this movie's bad, and it just like this. Okay, like. Silent Hill 3 is real important to me, okay? It's like... Yeah. Um, fuck, I, like... I thought last night how, like, I think it's basically, like... How a lot of people talk about Beyond Good and Evil as, like, the... As being, like, oh, this was, like, a game that I played that had, like, a... Like, strong, like, lady protagonist that I thought was, like, really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, in high school, that was basically this for me. And it's, like... yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Heather deserves better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than this, like, garbage heap. Yeah. Alright, so you guys want to move on to recommendations? Sure. Alright, so do you guys have anything lined up or do you want me to go ahead? Oh, uh, you can go ahead. Alright, so my recommendation this week is a movie we're probably going to do at some point in the future. Probably not this year, but sometime early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Korean thriller called I Saw the Devil. Oh, sure. Not, not to be confused with We Know the Devil, which are... They're very similar names, very different in content. (laughs) 
But um, the the core conceit of I Saw the Devil is a man's fiance gets murdered on the way her, her she gets murdered on the way to her wedding, which I, it's unfortunate like fridging for man pain, but it's a setup. And the 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 guy the the or the, the to be husband goes on like a a manhunt for the guy who killed her, and he captures him within the first thirty minutes of the movie. And then he tortures him and lets him go. And that keeps... And that's, like, the core concept of the movie. And it's really fucking good. I haven't seen it in a few years, but I remembered it recently. I'm going to be rewatching it sometime very soon. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. So, yeah, I saw The Devil. Nice. Um, my recommendation this week, uh, since I just recently got it to work on my computer again... Um, uh, play Fallout New Vegas again, if you haven't already. <laughs> um, like... I, it's the only Fallout game I've played. I've watched Let's Plays of a few other ones, but it's so fucking fun, and it's really the only one of that kind of genre, which is to say, like, adventure RPGs with guns that I like. Um, It's just got, like, an amazing tone and an amazing setting, and uh, just, I'm so ready to, like, dedicate hours to it again. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Artemis, what you got? Let's see. Uh, I think mine's going to be a game that's not out yet, but there are, like, Ooh. supplemental materials out that you can check out if you want to. Uh, but Night in the Woods is going to come out, and Ooh, boy, yeah. am I hyped for that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, got, it's got everything I want in the game. It's got a lady as the main character. It's got furries. It's got gay furries. And yeah. it's got like furries it. knife fighting. Um, nice. I like it. This is before getting into like weird supernatural shit that apparently eventually happens within the game, uh, and mm-hmm. it's about disaffected like twenty somethings uh, from a poor like coal mining town uh, dealing with the stresses of existing. Um, yeah, and I'm real excited for it. Um, Hell yeah! And also, I know that they steal things from a hot topic. Yeah, that's the thing that's that good. you do in the game. It's great. Yeah. Um, as any good gay furry would do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say All anything right. incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't talk yourself into a corner you can't get yeah. out of. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Night in the Woods. Okay, so that that's... Out. And also Lost Constellation yeah. and uh, The Longest Night. Yeah. Check those out. All right. Nice. So that's going to do it for the episode, right? Anything else besides plug? Nope. I don't have anything, at least. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to shoot us some questions, get in touch with us at FearBaiting on Twitter, FearBaiting on Tumblr, FearBaiting at gmail.com. Reach us at any of those. We will take, you know, we like we appreciate anything you guys send to us, no matter how stupid it is. <laughs> we love it all. We love attention. Um, Artemis, where can people find you? And you also do some shows. Um, you can go ahead and plug those. Well... I am on uh, Twitter as, uh, let me make sure because I'm... You're Kex Hellspawn, okay. I'm pretty sure. I had to at you, I had to at you like five yes. times over right. the last okay. couple of days because uh, on the Fear Baiting Twitter. I am Kex Hellspawn on Twitter, uh, which is where I've been... Two X's. <laughs> yes, two X's. I've been <laughs> uh, sort of, uh, and also all like one word, no like spa- yeah. spaces or like dashes or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I've been uh, using Twitter a lot more lately, so... Check me out on there. I'm also on uh, Tumblr as Tetsu on Kex, and also I do the podcast Video Game Hell, uh, which I actually need to edit the episode like right after this. Um, uh, are you sure you're Tetsu on Kex? Because that's not. Sh- I-, I thought you were Baphomet. Oh no, Baphomet Kex. Tetsu on Kex is my Twitch. <laughs> okay, is that a is that a Birdie the Mighty thing? Uh, no, it's actually, because uh, I, when I was in high school, I was really into, like, Osama Tezuka's works, and so oh. Tetsuan Adam, Tetsuan okay. Rex. Birdie the Mighty is very good. I've heard of it. I sort of wanted to check it out at some point. I'm probably not going to get around to it at this point. <laughs> if we're being but... realistic. <laughs> but I've heard of it. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Shadownaka for the month. And I'm on Tumblr, ChieShadownaka.tumblr.com. Nice. Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Blair Kitch. And I'm on Tumblr at BramblePelt.tumblr.com. That's such a good URL. I know. I've been sitting on it for, like, years before it, like, 
the the McElroy bubble popped no, or whatever. No, you got it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you got to sell it. Now. You got to sell it fast. Get, oh get the most bang for your buck. Um, when I I was at like, Artemis, the, you mentioned your sh- you mentioned your shows. Yeah, right? I'm on video okay. game hell slash tabletop hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when so, I I was here before, like the 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 Welcome to Night Vale bubble popped, like I was there, so I had like the oh, Koshek URL I mean, for a while too. You're, you're you're dating the person who is like want who is like potentially responsible for the fact that it blew up like hell. Yeah. <laughs> so um so I had that, and then I sold it for like cheap, and I wish I had it again. You fool. So. Mm-hmm. You yeah. gotta play the stock. Yeah. Player. Yeah. Fucking hell. I'm not a smart businesswoman. <laughs> no, none of us yeah, are. <laughs> Alright, so uh, this has been Fear Rating, everyone. I'm Luna. I'm Blair. I'm Artemis. Artemis, say the line. Uh, it's, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Fuck yeah. Good night, everyone. She did that. <laughs>